passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, what do you say we do a Wednesday podcast? We get you through the midweek crisis you might be having. Al Dukes, what do you say? Oh, you got it, Jerry. Now, earlier this morning, you tweeted out a story that looked like quality podcast material. I will also tell you that this was sent by many alert listeners slash Twitter followers. Oh, is that true? And that was the story you sent, Jerry, of a 32-year-old French man who wants to be a black alien and has gotten his nose removed in the country of Spain where evidently it is legal to do so. I I do not understand how plastic surgery like this is legal anywhere on this planet. He also had his upper lip cut off. Yeah, and his tongue split. His tongue split, uh, and he covered his entire body in tattoos, including his eyeballs. Yeah, it looks absurd. He has an Instagram account at the Black Alien Project on Instagram. And he's not done. He wants to. He wants his skin peeled off. Yeah, and he wants to cover his body in metal. My gosh! Now I saw a before photo of him, and he was an attractive gentleman. Yes, you. I I would agree with that. But clearly he, unhappy with his life. Yeah. Sad. I, there's nothing else to say. Sad. And I, if yeah. he's happy, okay. But I, you know, it's. I don't know how you scar your body like that. Tattoos are one thing. Go for it. Even if you want to tattoo your body up, okay, this is like, this is next level stuff. Yeah, because he has bolts in his head. He says, 
um, he now dreams of removing his skin and replacing it with metal, as you were saying. Yeah. Modifying his arms, legs, fingers, the back of his head. Like at some point, that guy's got to wake up, look in the mirror and be like, what in the hell did I do to myself? How about this? He has no problem attracting women. I saw that. I find that hard to believe. You know what? I actually believe it because some people are very strange. Like I watched the uh, Netflix series on uh, the Night Stalker, this guy who was, you know, a mass, uh, a serial killer. Not only was he a serial killer, he was disgusting looking. He had rotten teeth. He had very uh, offensive body odor. Like it was... You know, like Ted Bundy, they said in some ways how Ted Bundy got his victim was he was he was attractive. And right. People wanted to talk to him. He was charismatic. This guy seemed the opposite. And when he was in court, the the court was filled with women who were interested in him. And then they also showed on this documentary tons of pictures, topless photos and things he would get in prison from women that wanted to marry him. Crazy. Yeah. Attractive women, Jerry. Well, what about the Night Stalker guy that stunk? He was getting women? No, that's the one, yeah, the, on this in this latest documentary. Yeah, oh, I thought you were talking about Ted Bundy. I'm sorry. No, Ted Bundy did as well. They both did. But in this documentary that I recently watched, they showed all. And this guy was disgusting. He had all jacked up, disgusting teeth, stunk. Ugh. Uh, yeah, I guess people, men or women, whatever, are attracted to the, the power and the craziness. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not. How about you? I'm I'm not as well yeah, either. I might have to start following. Let me check this Instagram, uh, the Black Alien Project. Now there's an underscore between each word. The underscore Black underscore Alien underscore Project. He has two hundred eighty three thousand followers. Yeah, I'm sure because he's a freak show. Unbelievable. Yeah, but like I said, it's it, to me it's sad. Yeah, that a human would do that to themselves. Yeah. Wild, Jerry. This yeah. is some wild stuff, and you brought it to my attention this morning. Look at that. By tweeting it out. People seemed interested. You. They did seem very interested in it. Then another article that I got, and uh, your man Connor Cook is the one who na- mainly sends me all these things. Yeah. Uh, he just, well, really what he does is he just goes to the weird section of the New York Post, evidently. And finds weird stories, but they're finds, legit true stories. <clears throat> yeah, this is a true story. Uh, China, the country of China is using anal swabs to test residents for COVID-19 now. What? You know how we do it here in America? In the nose? uh, In the nose, like you put the swab in your nose. They find it's uh, more accurate if they do anal swabs. Now, remember, we used to take our temperatures here in America, and to get the most accurate reading, that was done... I think you need to go anally swab your dog. I'm just checking Whimsy to see if she has uh, COVID. <laughs> yeah, they, they we used to do it with the. the I anal never thermometer. had my temperature taken that way, even as a baby. Well, I don't remember as a baby, but you would as, remember from, that. as far as I can remember, and you don't recall taking your children's temperature when they were never. tiny. No, never. We had the exergen could... temporal scanner. Oh, I wish I had that when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, we didn't even even with our kids. I'm trying to think. Even with Matthew, who's going to be 17 this year, so you're going back to 2004. Yeah. We didn't even use a regular thermo- thermometer. Yeah, I guess this was the 70s. Yeah, which was a so mess. a 30-year difference. Right. What a disaster. Ugh. And what were we doing back then? The best we could. And imagine you're a parent. And first of all, if you're the child, you do not want to get an anal thermometer. And if you're the parent, you do not want to administer no, an anal thermometer. you do not. But I remember a couple of times it was like, listen, we the doctor, 
is requiring this. You had to it get done the by most a doctor? Accurate. No, 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 no. My, my mother oh, did it, as no, I just recall. Just last week at the urologist. <laughs> but, she, but like the doctor, when the doctor asked for the temperature, yeah, to know whether it was emergency or not, if you take the anal temperature, then I guess it was just more accurate. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize it was so accurate. And you had to be careful at home because we had two thermometers. You had the butt thermometer and you had the regular under the tongue thermometer. Right, right. Unless well, the under grab- the tongue one is all I remember. And I think under yeah. the armpit, too. Oh, yeah, we didn't have that. That, that was more advanced. I feel like we did that. Armpit? Yes. Now, this one you use now, you just like aim it at the forehead? No, I don't have one of those. I have the uh, the original Exergen temporal scanner. What does that do? So you turn it on, and you put it on the forehead, and then you basically swipe to the left. It's sticky? Like it It's not sticky. To the it slides. Oh, okay. And it's pretty good. And uh, you know, I'll, I, will usually, I will usually do the temperature three times. And it's usually within one-tenth of one degree every time. Like, you'll wow. get the same reading twice, and the third one might be off by one-tenth of a degree. So, very accurate. It seems to be, yeah. I had to get one of those. Yeah, they're great. But of, I, I would get the, the gun one now, personally. Yeah. A lot of time, Gina's over here. She's always like, uh, I'm, my head feels warm. Do I have a temperature? I'm like, I have no idea. Just put your hand on her forehead like the old like the old days. Uh, yeah, it feels warm. Go get an Advil. You'll be fine. <laughs> I do that, and then she'll go like this. She'll go, well, I'll do it with my hand. She'll go, no, 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 you have to do it with your cheek. No, you don't. That's what mothers did. My mother would check temperature uh, with the the cheek to the forehead. Oh, no, I didn't oh, say you can't do it that nuts. way, but you don't have to do it that way. Cheek to the forehead. The hand's I guess fine. more accurate. Ah, please. Unless you, what if you run cold? What if your hands run cold? Then I'm putting my hand on your forehead. It's not, it feels like you're burning up. And what if your cheeks are cold? And right, right, well, yeah, that's true. Like, you ever go outside in the winter? You come in, you get changed. Like, your butt cheeks are freezing. Yes. Your your facial cheeks are probably freezing, too. Yes. It's going to happen. All the cheeks freeze. Yes. So, it's a cheek freezing thing. The same thing with the hand. I'm discussing right now, Jerry. Well, two things. One, I tweeted out, uh, someone sent to me, it was a 22 years ago this week that the Tom Green Show launched on MTV. 22 years ago? 22 years How ago. How long did that run for? I did not. I don't. I feel like it didn't run all that long. Maybe a year or two. Okay. Maybe. To me, one of the most for me in my life, one of the most influential TV shows. Yeah, I. I used to watch it, but not like you. Yeah. Like I knew the show, and if I stumbled upon it, I absolutely would watch it. But it was not appointment TV, like I think it was for you. Yes, it was a hundred percent. It was VHS videotape TV. Wow. Okay. I needed to have it, Jerry. The only thing I videotaped were the games. I really, I don't remember taping shows. Yeah. Except like for season and series finales. Right. Did tape those and now they're useless. Right. Now they're garbage. They are. I mean, essentially, yeah. I'm working out. Tell me if you think this would be interesting to the audience. I'm looking for, you know, we're always looking for video content here on the the WFAN. They're always looking for like video stuff. Yes. Yep. So a woman has reached out to me who is an animal communicator. She wants to do a reading with me and Whimsy so she can tell me what Whimsy's talking to me about. Or Go for it. What Whimsy. I think it would make for an interesting video if we could edit it together, you know. Not the whole thing, but maybe a thing here and there. Yeah. As fugazi as it might be, you'd be mm-hmm. blessed. I would maybe, do it. Maybe you and your cats could be next if it works no, out. I think I'm good. You don't want to know what your cats are doing at 2 o'clock in the morning when they're going crazy around the house? They're sleeping at 2 o'clock in the morning. 
No, but sometimes they wake up, right? They get me up. Well, they get me up actually at 245 out of habit or 240 now. And what do they expect when you wake up? What are they looking for? Uh, they get four treats. Okay. Oh. They they basically lead me down the stairs. So now well, they first, know. All right. So first what happens, it's the same thing every single night. It's between two, 235 and 245 <laughs> every single night. And my alarm's set for 245. Um, I will get up with one of the cats on my nightstand tapping my forehead with her with their paw. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, got it. Get up. I go into the bathroom, take a shower. When I get out, they're both sitting there waiting for me. We go downstairs. They go right to the cabinet. I give them their four treats, and they go lay on the couch and go to sleep. I make so, my coffee and I go to work. But now this also has to happen on weekends too. Uh yes, I do get up for them, and then I go right back to bed. You get up, you give them their treats, then yep. you go back to sleep. And usually, I that's actually nice. just stay downstairs and jump on the couch at that point. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's every single night. It's become a habit. It's crazy how animals have an internal clock like that. Well, you know like what? Their know stomachs what work like ours do. Like they're just used to that snack at that time. Yeah. Like it's one thing. Like your dog right now needs to go out. That's I a, guess. Or she's just bored. Or she's bored. That could be. We'll let yeah. her out in the backyard. <laughs> um, go wish. find the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> just run across the street. It's a busy street, but I think you can make it. But let me ask you this. What time do you give her dinner every night? Uh, Like uh, 6.30. Close to the same time every night? Yeah, close to the same time. Why don't you try waiting till 7.30 tonight and see what yeah, happens? Yeah, no, yeah. She'll know. That, like, her body will tell her. Well, she does the same thing that your cats are doing. It's, you know... Uh, it's around yeah, it's around two thirty, two fifteen. She she whines, and then I just try to hold her off till three thirty when I get up. But they they have some sort of internal clock. These animals, yeah, their body's telling them it's time to go. I got to talk to this animal communicator to see how I could tell her to uh, you know relax over there. I hope it works for you. I'll tell Me you too. what, I bet you the video get a lot, a lot of play. Yes, and I bet this woman would get a lot of uh, customers. People love their pets. She might wondering what they're about. You should make a deal then. You get ten percent. <laughs> she told me she would do my reading for free. Fine, and then you get ten percent of future billing. Interesting or bookings. Interesting. I think she charges eighty dollars. Eight dollars. So if a I got eight dollars a person, and I got a hundred people. You owe me. That's eight hundred dollars. Hundred bucks. Damn. Yeah. Damn, Jerry. I would go for that. Or you could Damn. just do your fans only thing like we talked about and it would fans take only. your semi nude photos. Yeah. Hmm. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so we found out today uh CeeLo did not show up for work. There was a, a scheduling snafu. Yeah, that was unfortunate. And hopefully he'll be here tomorrow because he's on the schedule for tomorrow, though when we checked in with him this morning, he didn't seem to know that either. Uh Greg told me right before he left that he believes that has been worked out and he will it's be all here. good. Yes. Okay. I think he heard Claudia and he got nervous. Right. It's like, damn, Claudia, the listener in, where was she at? <laughs> Rhode Island. Rhode Island. She may be taking my job. Yeah, she was good. She really was. She was good. She did a very nice job under the circumstances. No doubt. On the phone. Yeah. And the fact that she was actually able to get through what I sent her, I was impressed. Right. Yeah, she's very impressive. Very impressive young lady, Jerry. Yes, she was. Hmm. I don't know how All right, young well, she was, but, you know. Right. <laughs> right. Which story was more disturbing today? The man turning himself into a black alien by removing his nose and lips or China using anal swabs to detect COVID? I would say uh, six and one half dozen of the other. Imagine if that was the way, like every day you came into work in order to get in the building, you had to give an anal swab. A lot of people be working from home. Perhaps when you come in for the first time, we'll tell you that the rule changed just so they can bend you over. 
do not anal swab me to get me in the building. That is not going to work. Oh, man. Well, we know when we see you in April, we'll see how it goes. Whoop. (laughs) All right, Jerry, let's do the warm up show. Sounds good to me because I've been in the studio since 455. You've been here. You did. Right. You did the warm up show. You did the show and you did the post game. Let's do it again tomorrow. All right, Jerry. We'll see you tomorrow then. So. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh yeah, 503, hump day, Wednesday, 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 in New York City with the Eddie Scazzeri, and down the Jersey Shore, somewhere near Spring Lake and Belmar and someplace in between. And the town called Bradley Beach is an old man by the sea, he's got a dog, he's handsome, his name is Al Jack Dukes. What's up, Al? Oh, hi Jerry, I am the old man by the sea, and the town you're thinking of between there that you didn't mention, Avon by the sea. No, I didn't. I wasn't planning on mentioning that. Oh, but you you actually went down the the road in between and mentioned all the towns except that one in order. So that was a good job by you. No, I don't there know if you, you go. Did on purpose. That. How about or, that? How about that? How about that, Johnny? Jerry, normally here we open with um, a sports story or something because that's that's what we do. We talk Jerry. sports. We, we talk sports. You're going to break down the Jazz Knicks right now, the Jazz no, nine game winning streak? No, no, no. Uh, I can't do another day of uh, all day long. It's is Deshaun Watson coming to the Jets? Is Trevor Bauer going to the Mets? And when I the last article I read before I came on has nothing to do with sports, but I thought an important fun story oh, fun that we story. should discuss. Okay, cool. I didn't, very good. I like fun stories. And this involves the uh, animal rights group PETA. The people against the ethical treatment Peter of animals? King? Actually, the people for the ethical treatment yes, I'm of Peter animals. That was... Not Peter King. <laughs> that was the whole joke. Yes, I get it. <laughs> PETA. The, and now, listen, PETA sometimes is a little crazy where if you squish a fly or a mosquito on your arm, they get angry at that. But other things, Jerry, they're, very, they're looking out for animals. And uh, PETA went to Target, the uh, superstore that we're all familiar with, Target. Sure. Uh, Target was carrying a product, um, a, a coconut milk, made by a company in Thailand called Cheoka. This was on the Target shelves selling coconut milk, that particular brand. And PETA went to Target with uh, with uh, information that uh, this company in Thailand was using forced monkey labor. In other words, Jerry, the employees of this company are, in fact, monkeys. 
they are forcing monkeys to pick coconuts all day long for this coconut water. Wow. And PETA will have none of it. And Target has pulled the product, Jerry. So I wanted to start off with that. In case you didn't think you were going to hear about forced monkey labor today, you're wrong. This is a real story. Real story. Yep, there was a company using forced <laughs> okay. monkey labor. All right, then. Yeah. True story. So, <laughs> which now, <laughs> well, now I'm going to have to retract my idea to WFAN, monkeys in the newsroom. That would be more than we have now. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. I was like, "What if we forced monkeys to cut up audio tape for Jerry Rucco and the other sound update than people?" What we have now, <laughs> and uh, they were like, well, "Interesting. Tell me more about it." And I was in the middle of writing up a whole business plan when this story comes across mm. my desk, where evidently we're looking down on forced monkey labor. You're going to get in trouble with PETA. No, no. I, I, I they, I, 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 I'm following their rules, Jerry. Once I read about. They being against forced monkey labor, right. as I am. That's I'm against forced. You would have been in trouble with PETA. I was only interested in hiring monkeys that were interested, like not forced monkey labor for the WFA and But if they want to make 15 bucks an hour. Right, if they're interested. No forcing. Are you interested in, in coming to work at WFA and in the newsroom? I'm because in. I don't think monkeys can transfer COVID, so you'd be safe out there. You wouldn't have that. to wear you wouldn't have to wear a mask. I'm not so sure about that. That's true. Monkeys do often trans uh, transmit diseases. Wasn't there, wasn't there a dog and was there an animal at the Bronx Zoo that got COVID? Yeah, there was. All right, eliminate that for multiple reasons, Jerry. I can't. <laughs> I can't guarantee your safety or the monkey safety from COVID. That is out. Yeah. So imagine they had these monkeys all day long pu- pu- pulling coconuts out of trees. Yeah. For this coconut milk. So you got to be careful when you... Was there you know, a video of this or just the article you saw? I just saw an article. I did not see a video. But evidently, they had the monkeys like chained up. They were chained mm. up and only can go as far as up the tree to grab coconuts. Well, PETA, well done. Yeah, well done for PETA. Sometimes they're a little nuts. But this one, I'm, I'm all for, Jerry. I, I am... Put me on the list of against forced monkey Imagine labor. Imagine if a business like that went on Shark Tank. Yeah, sharks. Get out. It's coconut milk. They're like, well, um, uh, getting coconuts for coconut milk uh, seems like an expensive thing. No, no, no. I have forced monkey labor that I'll be using, which is going to cut down costs. Listen, I'm not for forced monkey labor, so I'm going to be out on this one, Jerry. Yeah, I'm I'm out too. You're out for forced monkey labor? Okay. Fair enough, I would be out. Turn around and walk yourself out the room. (laughs) Fair enough. The walk of shame, the Shark Mm -hmm. Tank walk of shame. Shark Tank. And so kudos to Target, who I'm sure didn't know there was forced monkey labor prior to putting this coconut milk on the shelf. They've got so many products in that store. There's no way that they can know how everyone is being. There's there's no chance. But now they're going to have to start asking, like when they go to put macaroni on the shelf, is this forced monkey labor? (laughs) No? Okay, then we can take this. That can be part of the checklist, I suppose. Part of the checklist, Jerry. Yes. Jerry, no one was elected to baseball's Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know, it's so I don't funny. know if you're I bothered just, by that. I just or... said, Eddie, I couldn't give two craps. Me too. You know what? It, it, we, you, they've made it very clear, the baseball mm-hmm. writers, who they are not going to be allowed to get in. The fun Royd guys. Okay, fine. Move on. Who we loved watching. And as I said, yeah, and as I said, and so did they, by the way. And yes. as I said to you, you know, uh, yesterday or the day before that, if there was ever going to be a year not to put someone in, this is the year because you already have a Hall of Fame ceremony this summer because of the one that got canceled last year. It's not really that big a deal at all. 
Right, and this is Jeter's Hall of Fame uh, yes. one. So let's so let fine. him hang out. Uh, is there anyone else going in? Larry with Walker. Jeets? Yeah, we did Larry this yesterday. Walker. Remember, I mentioned Larry Walker. What and program then- is this? Ours. On this warm-up show? <laughs> yes. No chance. Okay. Do I have to go get the audio no, from No, do it? not go get the audio, Jerry. Do not get PETA involved in this either. Because that will not be hard to find. Oh, no, please don't. Please, Jerry, I beg of you. Um, Remember we had the conversation about our players from the 80s and the Brewers? Oh, yes, the Brew Crew. Yes. You're right. Gorman Thomas, yes. Ben Ogilvy. Yes, we were talking Young. about those guys. Yes. I bet I could go around the diamond for the 1982-83 Brewers. I'm sure you could. Legitimately go around the diamond. anybody in New York cares to hear it, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's probably fair. Well, I mean, you know, it's enough with the Brewers. Right. So yes, we had this conversation yesterday, and it makes it's fine. It makes sense. Who cares? Right. Uh, I'm trying to think who else it was. There's a couple guys, but yes, it is Jeter's year, and it's going to be awesome. It should just be Jeter's year. Let's do it that way. Jerry. Well, Larry Walker. Well, I tell mean, La- well, we Ted should give Simmons Larry- was the other guy. We talked yeah, Ted about. Simmons. Why don't we do this? Let's get, let Jeter have this summer's ceremony. You give Larry Walker next summer. Larry Walker and Ted Simmons next year. Well, you're going to have a vote next year. Oh, maybe you'll vote so someone confusing. in next year. You never know. I like you never it. know, Jerry. All right. This is an easy one this year. Right. So, whatever. What You know what and I say cr- to that, Jerry? Whatevs. And the Kurt Schilling thing, too. Go away. Uh, Kurt Schilling has uh, hurt his reputation, Jerry, by being um, a, a bit a of an uh, extremist p- political person. Listen, anybody that's extreme left, extreme right, go away. Yes. I do like, was it Ken Davidoff in, in the Post today? Who what wrote, did he say? He, I actually like this take because when I first heard Schilling was like, you know, get me off the ballot for next year. Take when he's, me off. When he's literally 3% away from possibly <laughs> from actually getting in. I'm like, you know what? Good. Take him off the ballot. See ya. But Davidoff had a great, a good article and a good thought in that don't let him have his way. Keep him on the ballot. Don't vote him in. Right. So, okay. I'm with you. That's fine. Now, I saw a Damon. I mean, Schilling Amen- was a Hall of Famer anyway. I saw a Damon Amendolora, um uh tweet earlier in the day earlier in the day yesterday (laughs) and it was uh with 191 ballots revealed now it was only uh 48 percent of the ballots yeah so far Schilling had 74.8 percent okay if that ended that way shouldn't they have round that up no you should not round it up we have hard rules sorry in school we always round it up no that's not true that depends on what school you went to if I got a 69 on a test, I got a 69, well, what and if you I got failed. A, what if you got a 69.8? No, you there got was a no 70. .8. Congrats. What .8? What kind of know, test well, were you we taking? Got, well, that's what we got here, .8s. Yeah, well, I, you're not rounding up. you no. got to get to the number, especially for something like the Hall of Fame. And I took Sorry. this as the wrong way. When I first saw the Damon Amendola tweet, I thought all of the votes were in, and they were like, nope, Schilling didn't get in. He's got 74.869%. Yeah, well, he didn't get in. Mm. And, and, oh, and the number came out to be about 71 point yeah, something. So he lower. missed it by about 3.5%. Right. And so he will never be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, well. He's a great Sorry. pitcher. I just, you know, I would not have voted for him because I did not think he's a Hall of Famer. Really good. But I don't I don't see it. I guess you don't remember the game where he had a bloody sock. I do sock. remember the game. I remember a lot of big games he threw. That should put him in so, uh, all alone. But that, to me, doesn't make a you bloody, a Hall of Famer. A bloody foot doesn't do it for you? No, it does not do it for me. Okay. Does that mean every hockey player that plays with a broken jaw goes into the Hall of Fame? No, but that's a different sport. We have different rules in hockey. In baseball, so you're saying you baseball pitch, players are soft. Yeah, if you pitch with a bloody foot, Jerry. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Doesn't is that do bloody sock somewhere? Like, is that saved I believe somewhere? that bloody sock was sold at auction. Really? I think so. Another boy, Boomer's computer stinks here. Imagine this, uh, uh, having that piece in your home framed. <laughs> and over here, we've got Welcome a bloody to my sock. Living. Welcome to my living room. This is a painting of my dog, Whimsy, that I did. And this is a bloody sock from Kurt Schilling's bloody sock game. And what's so it. crazy about that is there would be some people in society that would look oh, at yeah. you like you were nuts and you should go yep. to a loony bin. Mm-hmm. And then there are other people in society like us crazy sports fans that would think that was the coolest thing ever. I'd be like, you know how I got this in a frame? Forced monkey labor. All right, it did sell in 2013. Any idea how much it sold at auction for? The bloody sock, I'm going to say, went for $350,000. No, sir. Higher? Wrong. No. Oh. $92,000. But in Al's world, we'll just round that up round to 92700 Yes, just round it up when you pay taxes and tips and that sort of thing. Jerry, yeah. it'll go around right up. How about this story about Karis Levert? This is unbelievable, actually. So he was part of the trade that brought the James Harden to the Brooklyn Nets. Yes, he went to Indiana, did Levert. He went to Indiana, and as part of these trades, dude's got to pass physicals. During his physical, they found out he had a mass on his kidney, cancer. But he had surgery yesterday, and very happy to read the story that they believe they got all of it, and he should be fine. Right. Now, if he was never traded, Jerry... The the mass would have grown. He was feeling good. He was not feeling any effects of this mass. Yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. God like, works in mysterious ways. No, shut up. Just I would ask think, Eddie. You know what's fun? Don't ask Eddie, please. Oh, don't ask. Might have to hear his muffled voice. Through the mask. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is... This is a good story for him. I'm glad they found it. I'm glad yeah. they got rid of it. They took care of it because the, I said to Boomer and Geo the other day, maybe you, I'm not sure. He has had some tough past between his father passing away, his mom, I believe, has MS. There's something that's happened with his sister. I mean, it's just a brutal, brutal stretch he's yeah. been in. And now, had they not caught this, he would have been part of it as well. So I'm glad that it was. I hate the fact that he was traded, but now thrilled that he was traded. Right. He's got to be very happy that he yeah. was involved in this trade. No doubt. How could you not be? Yeah. Saved his life. Like, legit saved his life. Right. So forget about his basketball career. He can actually go on. And he'll, I'm, and he'll be back. You know, if the surgery went well, he'll be back, and he will have a successful run in the NBA. He's a damn good player. Oh, he'll be back, Jerry. You can guarantee that. No question. So. Do you think it's changed his outlook on life? I think for some it does. I think for I think he's from what I've read about him and what he's already dealt with personally. Um, he probably has that outlook already. Oh, but I do believe you're right in that. For a lot of people, it's a wake up call. Yes, and you now do, I'm gonna live. You know, it's kind of like we we've discussed many times on the podcast how many times something tragic happens in your life and you realize, you know what, we're gonna make changes, and you do for a day, a two, or a week, or a month, and then yep. slowly things kind of fade right back into right whatever back. your normal routine is, and all, right, and then you do start taking things for granted again, again, and people for granted, and you it's it's cyclical as they say, yeah. So, but you hope you hope it's a wake up call for people just reading the story. All people, Jerry, even they for always me. say, Al, what's that? You never tomorrow know. Tomorrow is not a given. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. No, it's not. Hell, an hour from now is not guaranteed. So, well, it'd be crazy if I passed away during the program. Yeah, that wouldn't be good for anybody because you live alone. Yeah, 
So we my, just, my dog we would were. alert you guys though. Like she would jump up on the chair and you'd be like, Oh, why is Al's dog on the chair? And she's barking and is like, send help. Either that or she'd just go to sleep. She'd be like, I guess he's taking a nap too. Nap time for the old fella. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're just getting started. <laughs> it's 518. <laughs> we got Boomer and Geo at the top of the hour here on The Fan. Don't go away. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Al and Jerry, longtime tag team champions. All right, 25 after 5. Interesting start. We talked about uh, monkeys, and we talked about the Hall of Fame uh, in that order, actually. So we're off and running on a Wednesday. Did you get any snow down there, Al? Or it turned out to be <laughs> all rain? Uh, got a, a little bit of a wintry mix, Jerry, where there was uh, there was some looked like tiny hail on the uh, on the like where the where the grass would go, but nothing uh, on where the, streets. the grass would go. Yeah, <laughs> you know where that is, Jerry, on people's lawns. And such, yes, I understand where the there, grass grows. There was a guy yesterday. This would have been right up your alley to start honking or just not uh, in the Holland Tunnel. Guy weaving through traffic. <laughs> Like in a major rush, and you're thinking, if this guy gets into an accident and I get stuck in this stupid tunnel, he didn't. But just, oh, awful. Yeah, I don't know if people know that you're not supposed to change lanes in tunnels. Yeah, I'm not sure how they wouldn't. There's only, you know, 18 signs and double uh, solid lines, but whatever. I don't think people pay attention to double solid lines. Depends I don't think they where. know what they mean. I think yeah. if you quizzed random drivers, they'd be like, no idea. You don't think so, huh? You might no. be right. I don't know. I mean, I feel like in the tunnel, I don't see people change lanes very often. Right. It is rare. It is rare. Well, mainly because it's bumper to bumper in there most of the time, and you can't get o- get over. It's a very good point. You got to get over. Get over. Jerry, very bad news reported yesterday. Uh, what? The Robert Kraft sex spa videos are ordered to be destroyed per the judge. So the you're idea, really looking forward to this, huh? For a Saturday night viewing, <laughs> the idea that you thought you were going to get some cheap thrills by watching Robert Kraft in the massage parlor, getting it on. You know, I never actually had those thoughts. Uh, I know your perverted mind was looking forward to TMZ getting a hold of them and releasing them. Yeah, I was them. curious. How was that going to go? Hey, Gina, look at this old guy. <laughs> hey, you think I'm old? Look at this guy. I look like a young. That's really not much difference. He's worth a billion dollars. See ya, Al. (laughs) (laughs) You know someone. They had to make a copy of it before they hear it. They're like, oh, here we are destroying it, Judge. Wink. Wink, Um, wink. I wouldn't be shocked if there was a bootleg copy somewhere. Of course not. With the phones, it's easy to do. uh, And if you were a a company that does X-rated work, why wouldn't you fake one of these? Like, just get an old dude. Get one of those cameras where it looks like it's in the massage parlor and say, oh, this is the Robert Kraft tapes. Let me ask you this. That's what I would do. I know that you're- I know. Well, yeah. I know that you uh, happen to be someone who likes to experience the uh, the triple X rated stuff once in a while. Uh, is has there ever been a Robert Kraft masseuse video made? Not that I'm aware. Like, of. like a parody? <laughs> no, but I'm saying this right. A parody. <laughs> you know what? Probably. <laughs> I, I feel like see it. I feel like those parodies used to be more in, in like the 1990s era of um, X rated films. Okay. That uh, that it you know back in the fun days, Jerry of X-rated <laughs> movies, where all the movies would have titles that were fun. Yeah, like they were kind of they were ripoffs of 
current movie titles. Okay. Like On Golden Blonde. Yeah, On Golden Blonde. <laughs> wow, I remember, hey, you chimed in quickly with that. <laughs> I remember we had one. Uh, my friend Paul worked in the video store, and we took one one night. It was called Crocodile Blondie. <laughs> <laughs> my God. <laughs> and you've never forgotten it. No. No, never forgot it. Uh, but but now I now they're just so graphic. It's disgusting, Jerry, and I want no part of it. Except on uh, Saturday mornings at nine thirty. Right, once a week, big <laughs> right. deal. Saturday mornings after a nice coffee. <laughs> and I want to get your take on this story, Jerry. Matt Rule, he's the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Yes, he was talking about uh, when you uh, meeting. Uh, you know, I guess when you would go to the what is it like the NFL Combine where you would run into uh, players and that sort of thing. Yes, he says he once had an elevator ride with a guy he was interested in taking. Mm-hmm. He was interested in taking this a player, but upon the short elevator ride, he realized this guy would not be good on his team. Now, he did not reveal what the guy did in this elevator to get him to make him undraftable. What could he have possibly done in an elevator? Disrespectfully ride? passed gas, maybe? That's the only thing I thought of as well. Now, Eddie's telling gas. me Boomer told the story. Boomer has told the story about himself that he was in the elevator with someone who. Sort of didn't like Boomer's attitude. Really, and really, that was one of the reasons when he yeah. was at the combine as a player. Correct. No he kidding. didn't like the way Boomer pushed the 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 button for the floor. Maybe disrespectful. Oh, Boomer's. Like, hey, let's play molecules. <laughs> Come here, old man. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, maybe the guy didn't let a woman on first, or let a woman off first. But something just rubbed him the wrong way, and you move on. Maybe he was blasting music out of his headsets. It's fun. I don't know why I was having this conversation with somebody, maybe it was you, I'm not even sure, about how some people just don't see to, they don't see eye to eye on things, and you just don't get along, and like the sight of them turns your stomach, and there's no reason for it. Maybe it could have been something like that. Maybe he just did something, and it turned the guy off, and I can't be around this guy. Who knows? Maybe their body chemistry just didn't work together. It's Matt possible. Rule and whoever this was. What's interesting is he wouldn't go into who it was. Yeah. Although I guess it probably was relatively recently, so... Right. It was probably this past year, right? Yeah. It might, well, it might have been. I mean, it's the one year he would have been there as the Panthers head coach. I don't know if college coaches attend these things. I'm not sure. Plus, you don't want to say who it was if the guy's really awesome and your team could have had him. True. And then you pat. But I would think you'd have a huge say in that, though. Yeah. You know, I mean, I see what you're saying. And then the fan base is annoyed because you didn't take a really good yeah, player like because of take a personal so reason. Because you don't like the way he was in the he behaved in the elevator. Yeah, that's fair. I could see that. Yeah, I don't know. I just think sometimes people don't mesh, and that's yeah. that. You know, That's why, whether it's a radio show, whether it's just working every day with someone or in a relationship, if you've got no chemistry together, it's tough. You know, It's like oil and water. I would love to know what Boomer did in the elevator. Yeah, I don't think it was molecules. There's no way it was molecules with an older man. That no. I don't believe. But maybe he said something stupid. Maybe he was all arrogant. Maybe or, it was the way he was chewing gum. That could look arrogant sometimes. It could. Or maybe he refused to press the button for the guy for the right. floor. Right. Maybe Boomer walks in or this guy walked in like Matt Rule was in the elevator, right? The guy walks in and he says to Matt Rule, floor seven. That happened to me once when I was in Florida with a couple of friends of mine. And I had, you remember the old the old Walkman with the, <laughs> the headphones with the wire coming out of it? 
the yellow one, the sport model. No, so you no, could get no. It no, it was no, it was like the was silver metal one with the foam on the ears. Yeah. Oh yeah, those are nice. And so I had that on. I'll never forget. I had that on my head. Just whatever. Rocking out. It, but no, but it wasn't running, and I had the Walkman in my pocket, and I was probably. It was right before I got married, so probably 23 or 24 I was. And I remember getting in the elevator, and another guy got in, probably a little older than me, but definitely was a little older than me. And I'll never forget him saying, floor five. Yeah. No please, no nothing. I bet you that was it. And I just, I ignored him. And I had the headphones on, so it wasn't even like like I looked like I was being rude. Right. And I just, all of a sudden, once he did that, I started kind of bopping my head a little bit. And then he had to reach over and press the button. But I remember saying, like, no, please. Like, hey, can you help me out? Do you mind pushing the button? Floor five? Yeah, I bet you that's what happened. floor ground zero and get off my elevator? (laughs) I bet you that's what Boomer did when he entered the elevator. Maybe. I bet you that's what this player did to Matt Rule. It's possible. Popped in the elevator. Even though he could have hit the button, he goes to him, yeah, floor five. If I remember. Like I'm some sort of elevator man. If I remember, it was more Boomer was... um, just being cocky and arrogant, nothing like yeah, you know, okay. pushing the button. Just being rude, like yeah. he was like the greatest thing walking around. Well, like he was talking as if he he obviously didn't know who was listening oh. and was like sort of. Oh, I, could I see. think it was like you know. I see. He felt disrespect. Or whatever you know. Could totally see that. We'll have Maybe to ask this, him on uh, Friday, as Chris Carlin would say, makes a ton of sense. Get him here. Get him here. Gotta have him. Maybe the guy had no idea who Matt Rule was, and when he got in the elevator, he was like. I've heard terrible things about this Matt Rule. Do you know this guy? And he's like, I'm Matt Rule. There's no doubt, Al. There, you can't tell me that every college prospect knows the sight of every NFL yeah, coach. No, no There's chance. No, I mean, we cover it, and I couldn't point out every NFL head coach. I might be, like a face might be, be familiar, but I don't know that I would be able to recognize every single one. Oh, and especially now, like this year, while the all the coaching changes that were made at the end of the year, good luck next year running into You're guys right. in elevators. I guarantee you there's guys out there that don't know who Dan Campbell is. Oh, yeah. I'd be uh, like, Dan Campbell, floor four, please. You think everybody well, knows who please. Joe Judge looks like? Nope. So it's certainly very possible. All right, quick break, half past five, taking it to six o'clock. We have so much to do. By the way, the Knicks lost last night, which was weird if you watched the first what? half. How about this, Al? And I know you don't care, but very interesting. Austin Rivers had 25 points for the Knicks last night in the first half. Nice. And then nothing the rest of the way. Nothing? Nothing. Did he play? He did play. He was 10 for 10 in the first half of this game. They probably made adjustments at the half. Someone cover Rivers. He looked like Steph Curry. No, but here's the thing. In the first half, he he looked like Steph Curry. He was unguardable. And then all of a sudden, the second half, nothing. Absolutely They made nothing. adjustments, Jerry. Who they did they did play the Knicks? The Jazz. The with Jazz. 2,000 fans there. In uh, Salt Lake City? Yes. And I also saw an article by the great Jerry Carino saying that they're going to start allowing, I think, family and friends into Devils and Seton Hall games at The Rock. Oh. So progress. I mean, right? And maybe Things are happening. And you are a friend of the Devils. There you go. Friend of the Devils is a friend of mine. Yes, I, but I don't think that means me. <laughs> I don't think so. So maybe things are start happening in the other way, and maybe, just maybe, we're I starting to turn I think maybe, just like Boomer is going to get a press pass for the Rangers, you get a press pass. Oh, I could get a press pass for sure, but I'm not. I'm Jerry good. wants to bring the family, the boys. I right? do. You I want would, to bring the kids. I would prefer to bring at least one of my kids, They could yes. be cub reporters. Yes, they, about they the could children. be, but, but they're not, so I'm not going to pull that card. 535, coming right back on the fan. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. 
When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Al and Jerry, two scientists responsible for the COVID-19 vaccine. Yeah, that's right. And that's why we're all going to be safe really soon. And we're going to get rid of this stupid disease or whatever the hell it is. What else you got, Al? Oh, it's a disease, Jerry. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a sickness. It is. Jerry, uh, Alabama wide receiver Devontae Smith says that he has spoken with Tua about getting together on the Dolphins as Tua's wide receiver. Now, well, the, the Dolphins Jets don't take him. Right, the Dolphins have the number three pick, but in between there, well, we know the Jaguars are going to take Trevor Lawrence. The Jets have the number two, and they do need weapons for Mr. Sam yes, Darnold, Jerry. Yeah, they do. Do you think the Jets will take Devontae Smith at number two? I don't know. Oh, who's the Jets' quarterback? We still got a long way to go, and we got. But don't they have to? Out. Don't they have to figure that? Like they would need to have that figured out by the time they. Okay, yeah. let's say they got Deshaun Watson. Then the number two pick's gone. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? It was straight up Sam Draft. Donald for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Draft coverage experts. <laughs> well, I mean, I caught you there. <laughs> I would think if they got Deshaun Jerry, Watson. He, Jerry, if if the Jets could promise Devontae Smith on the Jets, then Deshaun Watson's definitely coming here. <laughs> well, they so, can't promise that. No, I don't know. I would say if they ended up with Deshaun Watson, the number two and I think 23 <laughs> they have, automatically gone. Gone, right. Yes. And then All right. what else are we doing? Hmm. Beyond that. Oh, there goes my whole theory about how the Jets are going to be well, lighting but, it up with Devontae uh, Smith. Well, but, all right, but here, <laughs> Sean Watson. But that's exactly where the Jets are at. So if you are a believer in Sam Darnold's talents, yes. do you not get rid of the quote-unquote draft stock that you have, which is a major haul of picks, and they've got first-rounders, second-rounders, and do you load the team up with talent and then go spend a little bit in free agency, unlike what they've done the last couple of years, which has been basically nothing, and then put a really good team around Sam Darnold. Can you win that way? I think you can, personally. Or do you go after the superstar quarterback, get rid of a lot a lot of picks, I would think, and then figure out what's around him from there free agency-wise? But you've got a guy that is as dynamic a player right now in the league as there is. Now, the Dolphins don't even know what they're doing with this Tua. Yeah, because he hasn't been good. So if you if they do get this Devontae Smith and then Tua doesn't work out, then you might have a disgruntled wide receiver. You could. I mean that certainly happens. I don't it's know. So complicated. I don't, I, I don't know Devontae Smith's personality. Me neither. Uh, I don't know if he would be one of those quote unquote divas, or do you turn into a diva once you have a few good years in the NFL? Like, I think you will have a few good years and you diva it up. That's what I would do. Like Michael Irvin, when he came out of Miami and went to the Cowboys. He was what he is. I mean, he was awesome, and he was loud, and he was cocky, and that was him from day one. I believe G tells the story with Antonio Brown that he was just this quiet, nice kid that played receiver, and then once he hit stardom, turned into what he's become, the crazy man. You know, So I think it depends on the individual and the personality. I do think – I really do believe the Jets will be a really good team. Even with – you know, I don't think Sam Darnold – I don't think we've seen the best of him yet, obviously. If he stayed on the field, I think, well, I tell you, you put Devontae Smith on that team, oof. With that offensive line they have, man, 
That's what I'm talking about, Jerry. Let's get her done. Plus, but, you tick off the Dolphins who want, if they want them. Yes, you would. But if you pass on, you know, Deshaun Watson, and you're wrong about Sam Darnold, you might have just signed your ticket out. Right. So, and I don't know. A, and there's a new bald man in town that does not want to sign his ticket out. He didn't play a game. He didn't uh, coach a game here yet. And his name is Rob Sala. Sala. I saw Taz on TNT last night. Taz? Yeah. I miss was him. He, was he wrestling? Yeah, he was fun to have in the office. He was a blast to have around the office. He's uh, involved in AEW wrestling now. Yeah, I saw he was on TNT. I saw some video clips online. Yeah. How about that? Taz. How about that? Yeah. What do you make of this Tom Brady's dad? He, uh, had, yeah, I heard Boomer talking about this yesterday. Tom Brady's dad was interviewed in the Boston Herald, and he said about Bill Belichick, I guess he's on the hot seat. Oh, I thought you meant about him being sick before the year. Oh no, no, he already beat COVID. Now he's all now he's all in a. Why do people not like Bill Belichick? Like, why because is, of the like, way he acts? Like, there's this idea now that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick do not like each other, right? Well, there was that notion towards the end of his run in New England. Yes, and now Tom Brady's dad taking shots. Tom Brady's at Mr. dad Bill has Belichick. always had, a, but Tom Brady's dad has always spoke out, so it's not surprising. But well, he about, thinks. Bill, Big Bill's on the hot seat, Jerry. They're going to get rid of him. Bill, Bill Belichick is not on the hot seat. There have been many times we've we've talked over the years as they were winning, and he was still acting douchey, as you like to say, you know, in post-game press conferences or in those Monday and Wednesday yeah. media sessions, that you can do this when you win. And when you win a lot, you absolutely can act this way. When you lose, though, it's going to crash and burn spectacularly. And so you get a pass the first year. I don't even think he gets a pass next year for what he's done. But... They're, That's what I was going to ask you. People are going to take them down. Right, so they had seven wins this past year. If they win seven games next year. Yeah, and then you're building towards 2023. Is he on the hot seat yet? I don't think so. I don't. I think Robert Kraft is going to be loyal to him because of what he provides. The run he's had in New England since 2000 is something like... I don't want to say we've never seen it before because I know the Cowboys and the Steelers had, you know, decades of success, but not those two teams combined it took to make the same amount of Super Bowls. Right. As what the Patriots have done in the last 20 years. Think about that. We growing up it was my god, the Steelers four Super Bowl wins. Wow, the Cowboys went to five. Well, the Patriots went to nine with him. Right. That's it's pretty ridiculous stuff. He so, gets a pass. I think he gets a pass this year as well. Yes, absolutely, I do. Now you can't go zero and sixteen. No, I'm not saying that. But if you are eight and eight, you're seven and nine. You're just, you know, you're you're futzing around trying to find the next quarterback. And as we know, this year they were hampered by the salary cap. And as he pointed out, at some point you got to pay the piper. Well, they did. And if he drafts terribly and they have bad free agent signings, well, we can talk about it another year or two. But right now, no. It's a stupid Bill Belichick, make, Jerry, needs quarterback of the future. He does. Think he wants Sam Darnold? I do not think he would take Sam Darnold. I think he would take Jimmy Garoppolo back. Uh, I guess he would because he obviously liked him at one point. He did. He wanted Brady out and Garoppolo in. Get out, Brady. Yeah, if you remember that whole story. I do remember that. Um, let me look at the Twitter here for a moment, Jerry. Bill Sohar on Twitter What's says up, Bill? The, says the team Boomer offended was the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. 
the ultimate dad on Twitter says the amount of hits Crocodile Blondie will have on Google now is going to increase by 3,000%. Did you ever see Flesh Gordon? I did not see Flesh Gordon. Jason but I, Waterfall sent us that one. But I was fami- I actually was familiar with it. <laughs> of course you were. Like I knew there was a thing called called Flesh That's Gordon. That's because you peruse the private room at your friend's video yeah. store. Yeah, this was prior to Blockbuster videos. It was a dollar video in Island, New Jersey. Yes. My friend Paul worked there, and we used to, uh, when, when the store would close, we would just take some porns and then return them when we could. Flesh Gordon came out in 1974. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's got to be a terrible-looking video right now. It was a science fiction sex comedy. That's <laughs> funny. There was actually a Flesh Gordon movie in 1936, too. Flesh Gordon yeah. or Flash Gordon? Flash Gordon. It was a... Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) That was was the actual (laughs) Flash Gordon. What a dumbass. Yes, 1974 was Flash, 1936 was Flash. Flash Gordon was 1936? Yeah, Jerry, it was black and white. That's old school. I didn't realize that. I thought, yeah, all right. I thought it was just the movie. Flash, ah, he saved everyone Well, that was uh, when Queen did um, did the soundtrack for that. Oh, I didn't know that was Queen. Oh, yeah. That wasn't in the oh. movie. That was clearly fake. What was? The movie about, what's his name? The lead Flesh singer. Flesh Gordon. Oh, no, yeah. No, 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 no. What's his Freddie name? Freddie Mercury. Yes. Bohemian Rhapsody movie. watching that movie, and then you telling me the end was wrong. I was like- It was Fugazi. What are we watching for then? Yeah, exactly. Going to do a movie like that. Do it right. Do a documentary then. That's what I say. Now, Flash Gordon wasn't in that documentary movie. No, it was not. It was not a. Uh, it was later on in their uh, their career, and I don't think it was a big hit. I guess, but the movie was popular, no? Mm, I don't know. What was more popular, Flash Gordon the movie or Flesh Gordon the movie? Flesh Gordon. <laughs> but no one will admit to watching it. Well, I would if I saw it. Like, why wouldn't you admit You'd be like, it? I watched, I watched Flesh Gordon. I bet you Eddie has seen it. Flesh Gordon? Yes. I mean, no. he came up with the blonde one very quickly. What was your, what was that? What was the one you said? On Golden Blonde. That was On it. Golden Blonde, Like, yeah. he didn't even skip a beat. Clearly, that was a fave when he was back at Stony Brook. Crocodile well, Blondie. Well, speaking of Stony Brook, there was, a, and there might still be a science fiction convention, Icon Island convention, every year at Stony Brook. Um, and uh, we used to go to it all the time. And I think the first year or two, like late at night, one of the movies they would show was Flesh Gordon. I told you. I In did, a theater? Well, like, you know, one of, what they had it all set up. It was all, <laughs> you know, these just in classrooms on these projectors. It was very low tech. But um, we did, I, so we knew that it was playing. We did not go and see it, but I had heard were, of it. You were aware it exists. I was aware it exists. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know that I believe and, you. And I don't think it is what we would classify as, like, hardcore. No, I was even reading that. More soft. Oh. Uh, and speaking of that, we have to take a break. I'm being yelled oh. at. Um, when we come back, we'll wrap things up. And then we're joined by G at the top right now, a Radio.com Sports Minute. Her name is Amy Lawrence. Very sad story revolving um, around the NBA. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, we have about a minute or so before we get to a G here at the top. Knicks lost in Utah. Great first half, lousy second half. And so that be that in hockey, too. What else, Al? I saw an interview with Rick Patino talking about coronavirus time at Iona. Yeah. And he said he, quote, lived like a monk. Yeah. What does that mean a, exactly? Well, he said, he, well, 
He said he lived in a small apartment and couldn't leave it. I was like, well, that's how I live. <laughs> that is how you live. So you I guess I not had the checkered past like Rupertino's had. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was like, mm, I'm living like a monk, I guess, then. <clears throat> I'm in a small place. for a walk, though. Rick Pitino did have a checkered pass, didn't he? What was the worst part of his checkered pass? Because he's had a, a multi- well, Talk New York sports oh, every day with Boomerang Geo, morning 6 to 10. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> Wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.